Welcome to The Wind Up, your weekly recap show where myself, Sean Philip Naylor, and the lovely Maya Crofone recap the latest episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. You can follow us on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod to stay up to date with all of our posts, what's going on, our funny outtake videos, all the normal shit, you know. And you can follow me at Sean Philip Official on Instagram and you can follow her at Microphone. Maya, we're back. Another episode. How are you? Hello. I, yep. <laughs> She's listeners and viewers. You may have noticed Maya sounds a little deeper than normal. Is it deeper or is it just clearer? Both. Um, I feel like you sound deeper. You're less, you're less tinny. She's all about that bass, that bass, that bass. Look, it's only taken us however fucking long it's taken us, but I'm finally a podcaster and I have a proper microphone and we managed to get it working this week. Yay. Well, I lied to her last week about it, but we are here and we are ready to recap. Look, Uh, the main thing is, is I sound amazing coming through to this recording. Sean sounds like shit coming through to my earphones, but that's not his fault. That's just this technology shit thing. All of that jazz. All that jazz. Um, That's appropriate, considering your number that you posted that you did this week. Oh, how good was it? It was so good. Um, Listeners and viewers, Miss Microphone was performing at Chameleon this week, and she did this wonderful little... Renee Zellweger sang that from Chicago, right? Correct. And my husband was... He popped up on his phone, and he was with his work wife, um, lady that he works with. And he was like, oh, look, this is, this is my microphone. This is who Sean does the podcast with. And so he started playing the video and she was like, oh, she's gorgeous. And then you sit down and she starts singing the, the Zellweger song. And she goes, oh my God, she looks and sounds just like Renee Zellweger. So oh, I here's, to you, here's, to, here's to you, Miss Jones. Cheers. Um, no, it's funny. Do you know the amount of times I've done a performance for the Straits and someone's come up to me afterwards and been like, God, you sounded amazing. I'm like, thank you. Were you like, where do you think I put my microphone? Thank you. Like, cheers for that. I, yes, I sounded amazing. Um, because that was me singing live. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. it's got to be better than Lucy DeLuca, right? LaDuca? DeLuca. Oh, did you see? She tweeted this week. She's like, no. what you see isn't always the truth. So yeah, there's, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of tweet stuff that I, um, oh, 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 you know, natural light. Um, yeah, a lot of random like tea with Maya, um, that I can cover this week is interesting about little stuff that I've seen online from the Queens, starting with the edit of this episode the 40 minute edit so not only are the fans online raging about the short amount of time the queens themselves are raging about how they've spent countless amount of money on looks etc and putting all this effort into giving them material for the show and it's all been cut for just 40 minutes i mean surely they're not going to leave it like that maybe we'll get like an extra something bonusy later on doubtful very doubtful and the fact that as well like i think 
there are some queens this episode that barely spoke two words the entire episode. Yeah, so a lot of the queens have been raging about the edit time for this episode. So it'll be interesting to see. There's a change.org. I know I messaged you about this. Mm. There's a change.org petition um, that the fans have created to get the producers to recut the show to being a longer episode, considering there's 16, well, there's now 14, but still 14 queens. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. And potentially 10 episodes. <gasps> Yeah, when you mm. messaged me that, I was like, there's got to be funny, a couple of double limbs. Because I was trying to like, I jumped onto IMDb because I was trying to figure out who was going to guest in what episode. But of course, they IMDb don't release it until it gets released. But the season is listed as having 10 episodes. And then when I went on to, I can't remember, it's called the RuPaul's Drag Race. Like it has every outfit, everything about Drag Race. It's like the wiki of Drag Race. Um yeah. It has for this season only 10 special guests, like celebrity judge guests, which would make well, sense if we we're only doing 10 episodes. Well, no, 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 because that doesn't necessarily mean there's only 10 episodes, because it could mean that there's a couple of episodes that don't have any special guests. Or there's a couple of episodes where you got both Carson and Ross, or Carson and TS, or Ross and TS. True, but I'm running with my 10 episode theory until I'm proven wrong. Fair. And when I'm not proven wrong, I'll do the I told you yeah. so dance. Told you so, yeah. told you so, told, told, told you so. So whose station did Irene shit in? I mean, I don't know, but I did like um, Lux Noir going like, she totally would have done it in mine, maybe in my 40-inch wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, and Amethyst as well is like, oh, she probably shit in mine. Um, I do appreciate I. I love that that was her exiting message. I shit in one of your stations. But oops. What are you drinking tonight, Maya? I, we went through this. Brookvale Union Lemon Squash anyway, because I'm a cheap bitch. Uh, I got a 10-pack for 30 bucks. so. Yeah. Well done. I'm drinking Lana's Bike Rosé once again, because I'm a cheap bitch. Cheers to, cheers to, cheers to cheap. And Thrift, cheers to bitches. Thrifty bitches. And I'm drinking through a straw because I don't want to leave my lips on everything because lipstick should only ever be left on a dick. So we start with a recap of what happened. Obviously, we've just talked about the shitting in the thing. Station. Shitting in someone's station. Um, Robin and Amethyst are asked to spill the tea on uh, their little relationship. Pause. Yeah, so a little bit of tea with this. So on Twitter, Robin put out a tweet saying, um, funny how, oh, so sees promo for next week, sees girl lying, like blatantly lying, um, et cetera, in referring to this whole, you know, relationship drama between her and Amethyst. And it was just like essentially a back and forth between her and Amethyst where, because obviously Amethyst brings up the whole that she was the one that ended the relationship. Um, and Robin's like, sure you were. And Amethyst is like, well, I'm not the one that's, you know, rehashing old stuff, blah, blah, blah. And Robin's like, I'm not rehashing it. Myself. Sounds great with your new microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Robin's like, I'm not rehashing it. If I'm just answering a question from someone, etc. The whole back and forth. And then it just ended. And then Lux chimed in with just one word saying kiss. 
Um, so yeah, Ooh. a bit of drama back and forth about whether or not the relationship mutually ended, whether or not Amethyst ended it, whether or not it's actually ended or it's restarted. You mean uh, this relationship, which they both agreed was never really a relationship anyway? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the one. So they spilled a boring tea on that. You spilled a better tea on it. So thank you. Um, and then we so get because this... of my belch. My belch always makes things was. more interesting. It does. Um, and then we get this fun scene of Lucy to Luca being really pissed off and going, "Now I'm, you know, angry, and they're going to see like a, a pissed off Lucy." And you're like, after the whole episode, I was like, well, "What happened to pissed off Lucy? Like she wasn't. She she really wasn't. Oh no, pissed off, pissed off Lucy was probably there. It just probably didn't make the." Didn't 20 second cut that was, that was our recap which was pretty boring and then we go to new day in the workroom i was gonna make a comment but i'll save it for later because it'll make more sense later oh, yeah, um, that sounds good um new day in the workroom yeah. very quickly rue comes in super quick because 45 minute episodes and she's like hey queens hello uh, hello 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 do you want some dollars anyway so she's like Skip we're gonna forward. do a maxi challenge this week and the maxi challenge is going to be an acting challenge i would like for you all to form three teams of five as you predicted uh on our last episode Mm -hmm. that that's what they would do um and she wants them to make an infomercial to sell their version of heaven what i loved about this is her fully like her essentially going anitra you won last week's episode so you get to pick and then you get to be a team captain amethyst you won the lip sync so you get to be a team captain and then the remaining five you just get to be a team yeah um, you, you losers or you losers but what i love is the fact that she let anitra pick her entire team oh first first so anitra essentially yes. gets the best pick of the bunch going okay and she's smart because anitra even though, yes, her talent show was huge and she was amazing, she's not a very outspoken personality. So she picks some bold, outspoken personalities mm. to form her team. So she's, do you want, can I read them up? Yeah, so yeah. she starts, um, I think she starts with Lux first. Oh, yeah, when she says Lux a million and Lux is like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, who's that? Um, and then Sasha Colby, Selena Estides. And then lastly, Marsha, 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 who like daintily runs across the thing, the floor. And she's and like, then, Thank you, that was, I'm so happy to be one of your ducklings. And Rue says, maybe you could lend her some false eyelashes. <laughs> Stayed. Stayed for Miss Marsha. Um, uh, but funny. Um, and Amethyst then chooses her team and she goes with Miss Lucy Laduca, uh, Miss Aura. Oh, you son of a whore. Sorry, Miss Lucy Lazuka, Miss Aura Mayari, Miss Spice, and lastly, what? I said Spice. Ah, and then lastly, Miss Poppy, Princess Poppy. Apparently now she wants to be referred to as Princess Poopy, but I don't get that. Um, yeah, Princess Poppy. I think this is a interesting mix. Mm. Um, it didn't not work in the final commercials, though. It did. It did. Um, considering two of this team end up as the bottom two, it clearly oh, was true. the worst team. Um, was it the worst team? Because we are left with the losers, the leftover club with Jax, Sugar, Baby Doll, Fox, and Mistress Isabel. See, 
that's got some big personalities there with Miss Isabel and Miss... Otherwise known as Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Um, That's got some big personalities. See, my biggest thing here is as much as the twins are trying to compete as individuals and they don't want everyone to, you know, put them together... This is probably one of the only challenges being like this acting improv challenge where I would have kept the twins together Mm -hmm. because this is what they do. Viral, stupid internet videos. So keep the two together. True. Um, But it was fun to see them apart because one of them thrived and one of them didn't have the best day. Wouldn't have, but one didn't have the best day. Not because she failed at the challenge. No, because everyone else was a cunt. Ah. Like in the workroom when she's giving ideas and so obviously we're talking about sugar um, and Jax just grabs her and moves her and just goes, I'm moving you to the end because I can't deal with you. I was like, so rude. So rude. I have Jax lost points with me for that. That like, was just not appropriate. It's just, again, they're both those teams, their biggest mistakes was not listening to the twins mm-hmm. in when it comes to comedy and what works for this sort of setting. Yeah, because spoiler alert, freaking Sugar stole the show in their commercial. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Even Spice did really well in hers. Like, mm-hmm. but if they had have listened to the twins and gone with what the twins said, both of them could have been a hell of a lot better. A hundred percent. So we've got the teams. They're working on their material. Sugar's having a bad day because Jax is a see you next Tuesday. And uh, then we get to see them with Michelle, which is hilarious because when the the team leftovers show up, nothing's working. Yeah. Can I just say, why why does Mistress look like every woman that works in a fish and chip shop? But she just, she just looks like the type of, she looks like that random Greek lady that runs a fish and chip shop. Um, and just shouts Greek obscenities to the wait staff or not the wait staff, the, kitchen staff and then turns around and she goes what do you want darling (laughs) i still think she's the villain from the goonies and the first group we see is the The leftovers and they start doing whatever it is they're doing and it's hilarious and michelle just goes "Ugh, this is gonna be not good i love when she did that (laughs) she's like yep i can clearly see this is gonna be a shit challenge this week Mm -hmm. but I mean, obviously they cut a lot of her direction out, but in each group, all of her direction was like a one word thing or a one line thing. I mean, you got to like stick even, to that 45 minutes. Like even later when it comes to like Sasha's group and she's just like, there's no note. It's just, I know you can do better. Mm. How are you supposed to work with that? I mean, obviously they got more than a 45 minute episode. Yeah. They were there all fucking day. Um, so I do that, love, yes. I, so I was just, I love with this group that they've obviously not written anything. They're just improving everything, but clearly sugar is the only one improving all the others just sort of standing there. Like, yeah. Like they didn't know what to do. They, you know what they were doing? They were standing there like fucking Irene stunned mullet that she left in somebody's workstation. But they weren't even smiling. I wasn't even like standing and smiling. They're all just standing there. Just do something. Say something. Give us something. Yeah. Anything. Breathe. Literally. Um, Next up, we have Team Anitra. 
again, like a one word, one word answer from Michelle. I mean, Michelle looked glorious. I love that dress. Mm, stunning. Um, Ugh, yeah. STDs is on the floor. Look, I hate her. That's all. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> um, that was no. a, that was a very. I could feel that rumbling. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it echoed. Um, See, this is going to be great for you to edit now because new microphone, new sound quality, and you're just going to be sitting there watching it back, knowing where to cut. It's just going to be rumble, 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 rumble. You and I have very different opinions on what is great. <laughs> and then after Anitra's team, it's what's her face's team? Amethyst. Team Amethyst. Amethyst. Team Amethyst, who don't do too bad with the direction with Michelle. Um, it's funny when they do these green screens because. I never know what they're going to put behind them. Like, thankfully we didn't end up with a caged queen situation. It was a bit better than that. Yes. But I love how Michelle was not living for this group at all. She's she's like, so the joke is you're having a mimosa. But you're in in a mimosa. mimosa. Uh Uh-huh. Which even in the final cut, it didn't really translate. Poppy is just like, She's so excited because she's like, I wrote half these jokes. I wrote almost 90% of scripts. So I'm interested for Michelle to love it. And then Michelle's not living for it. She's like, uh, uh. So it's like very much a combination of Poppy telling the girls when she got picked by losers and Rue saying those words are going to come back to bite you. Mm. And then Poppy being like, oh, she's going to love all my material. And the Michelle being like, interesting. And Poppy going, oh, shit. You can kind of tell that Poppy's clearly going to struggle this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Producers did her dirty. So after our sessions directing and getting some notes back from Michelle, we have a uh, new day in the workroom. Everybody's getting ready for runway looks. And we have a little bit of chitter chatter back and forth with a heavy focus, firstly on sugar and spice, talking about how sugar should have stood up for herself against jacks that like that wasn't appropriate and she should have stood up for herself like she does she when she stands up for spice and then we got which we also see Mm. in untucked when uh mistress does you know have a little chat with sugar Mm. about you know standing up for yourself and just being like don't let anyone walk over you and that's not just in drag that's in life don't let anyone ever walk all over you and that's sound advice stand up for yourself people you have value. You have meaning. Oh, I'm not standing up. I ate too much. Um, we also get a bit of workroom chat around um, Malaysia Baby Del Fox, Baby Del Fox, Baby Doll Fox, yep. and Mistress Isabel Brooks about religion. So, this obviously is another thing that sparked it, but it might be the very short runtime, it might be the sheer amount of queens. Are you bored? I'm I'm bored. I and think I'm you're telling bored. me off. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like reaching for I'm things bored and doing stuff. And I'm, I'm bored and I'm also not connecting with any of the queens. Like, I'm not finding a favourite. I'm not instantly falling in love with. I'm not finding the ones that I love and the ones that I hate. I'm just, it might be the runtime. It might be the Mayana Queens. I don't know, but. No, I, I, I agree of... with you. I agree with you because I was looking at the Queens when I was like, I'm making a few brief notes while I was watching it earlier. And I was like trying to keep up with who Rue had said was safe after the runways. And I was like, I don't have enough Queens on my list. Like I wrote the list. I was like, I, I 
obviously could hit rewind, but mm. no. And I was like, I don't have enough queens on my list. And then I was just missing one. And it, the one I was missing was Robin Fierce, who I absolutely adored in that very first episode when she mm-hmm. came in and into the workroom. And I was like, well, clearly I don't like you that very much. You don't, like, I don't remember you. This, this whole conversation between mistress and Silky. What's the fuck's her actual name? Sugar. No, right. Sugar's a. It's, I was going to say Sugar's a baby Malaysia. doll. This is Malaysia. Baby doll. Fuck. Malaysia like, baby doll. I was sitting there going sugar cane baby doll fox. I'm like, no, that's not right. Sugar cane. Fuck. See, look, I can't even remember their fucking names. It's too many, like, Rue. No, it's just this conversation between Mistress and Malaysia normally would be a very deep and meaningful conversation, you know, about religion and about, you know, the, how horrible it is when it comes to gay and drag and all that sort of stuff. I sat there and disassociated during the entire conversation. Like I'm when sitting here watching When you say disassociated, it. did you touch yourself? No. Um, I don't do that while watching this sort of stuff. I don't like to associate the two. Um, no, but I sat there and I'm watching it. I'm just like... You were like, I'm going to Google Dolly Parton's gloves. No, just like was scrolling through shit and just tuned out through the entire conversation because I don't care. And not because the topic and the conversation isn't, you know, worthy of being voiced and being heard. It's just they've made it like with that amount of queens and with such a short runtime. I don't care. There's no connection. You're not invested no. in any of these queens in their no. backstories yet. Maybe not when they get all. to a smaller group. Um, but by then I feel like it's going to be maybe too little, too late. Like, this is this is the downside to having this many queens is that the first, so 16 queens, the first five or six of them are going to be irrelevant. In a year's time, if you were to go, who are the 16 queens that appeared in last season? You're going to go... Oh fuck! Uh, uh, you'll get to ten, and you'll be like, "Okay, so I can remember these I'll be ten. Like, Irene Dubois, I don't know. No, you won't remember that as much. You'll- anyway, my point is, I've made no connection with any of the queens. I'm bored watching the episodes. The runtime is shit. The connection between the queens is shit. There's too many of them. There's not enough time to get to know any of them. I'm bored. Is what I'm getting at. I'm bored. Fantastic. I'm bored. So. Straight onto the runway, and Rue. Oh, you mean Hall you mean the is... you mean the thirty second runway in total? Yeah, I mean it. She's she's got a quick turnaround this season. Okay, just quickly though, let's discuss Mama Rue's look. Yes, yeah, so Mama Rue comes out. To me, she's looking a little bit like an Oscar. Like the gold dress was pretty. I love the cinching. I didn't love that it was so tight the entire way down. I would have loved a little bit more flair from like the knees like a little bit more of a trumpet skirt or like mm-hmm. a mermaid tail, just very flared out, a little bit more flowy because she looks like she can't walk in it. Uh, mm. But that could also just be the fact that she's 874 and can't walk in heels. Um, this is true. And also that giant Marilyn wig is hang- hang- keeping her down. Oh, I missed what Michelle was wearing. Oh, Michelle looked great. Okay, let's Hold go on. back. Rue's Rue's struggling to walk down in a very tight dress. Michelle's giving me evil villain and I'm into it. I liked what she looks last week more. Like what she looks last week more. Was that I when she was wearing the chains? Around the, the, white the gold suits chains around with like her neck? 
the white suit with the curly hair. Oh, okay. No, I like this chains. more for yep. me. This is this is cute. I like this, but I like what she was wearing last week more. Tears looks stunning. Oh yeah, gorge. Big titties, gorgeous makeup. Not a fan of the like half pigtails. Very baby spice, but if scary spice and baby spice had a baby spice. Literally. Literally. Yeah. This is what they would have. And she, I mean, look at that eye I makeup. Do love I do love that they have made TS a permanent judge. Um, like Which permanent is a rotation. social media queen. Permanent rotation judge. That's amazing. It's overdue, but it's fantastic that they've finally done it. And um, then, I'm not dismissing that. Like, I agree. That's great. We need that. But I'm yeah, super fangirling. Yeah, I don't fangirling. know who this person is. <gasps> oh, my God. So I'm fangirling. I am a big Marin Morris fan. I have her albums on vinyl record. She, she is... looks like a budget. She looks like a budget Jenna. Who? A budget Jenna. Jenna who? No, no, no. As in like J-E-N-N-E-R. As in like, oh, like Kylie Kardashian? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nah. I she see looks, that. She's wearing she a wig. Like... Did you watch Untucked? No. So I when this when this episode aired, I was like, oh, this is old. Like she hasn't had that hair for a long time. But then in Untucked, when she sits down with the queens, they're like, oh my God, your hair's amazing. She's like, yeah, it's a wig. Uh... So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Um, I mean, granted, yes, well, you got to remember this was filmed over a year ago, so yeah, it probably could have just been her hair. Um, but to me, she looks like she looks like Chloe Kardashian, but like the Wish version of Chloe Kardashian. Or as I like to say, it's like somebody tried to draw Chloe Kardashian by memory. It's actually, it's like it's like someone took Chloe Kardashian, Selena Gomez, and Casey Musgraves, put them all in a blender sifted it and then kind of threw the rest of the wall shit okay so mary morris normally known for hair colors closer to mine or very very blonde what is what, what is what is she what does she do what who so is she what's she is a singer a musician and a allegedly. songwriter <laughs> don't hate on my girl i love her so who's our first queen on the runway runway uh, what was the runway theme again Metallica. Oh, Metallica. Ah. Mm. Yeah. So our first queen out on the runway was... In two seconds. Oh, are you going no, somewhere? No, oh, no, Oh, in the no, two-second no. runway. <laughs> yeah. So in the first queen out was Miss Anitra came out first. She was on top last week and she came out first this week. I I liked it. Um, she says she's giving very Charlize Theron mixed with Mad Max. A little um, bit of Chromatica. Yeah, Chromatica. So, okay, I'm very curious. So they called it Metallica. So is the theme just any sort of metallic fabric? Or... Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I liked it. I didn't like the hair, if I'm honest. No, I didn't like the hair. I would have preferred, like, um, a Matrix Bob slick back with this for me. Yeah, or or if you're going to do a Chromatica look, do Gaga, like, almost identical to this. Yeah. Actually, following Anitra's two-second runway... Is with oh, Sasha Colby. Sasha. Looking gorgeous as like a metallic phoenix firebird. God, like this is what I mean about the runways. Like she literally walked to the end and then all of a sudden it cut back to her being at the back of the stage and she's gone. Uh, she looks gorgeous. Makeup stunning. Outfit mm-hmm, stunning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The feathers look gorgeous. I and loved then... her headpiece, which was almost like a mirror ball with feathers coming out of it. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. 
no, no, no. It just, I paused on the next one. <laughs> oh, Selena S. Titties? I'm not even there yet, and I know what you're talking about. I came as a street sign. I just don't get fuck? it. Like, apparently she says it's all of the streets which make up the history of STDs, as in everywhere that she's worked, performed, etc. I'd love to know where STDs Boulevard is. No, that's just her name. Um, excuse me. Um, oh, you're good. I, I, the idea of coming as a street lamp camp. But, but the she random... doesn't look like a street lamp. She looks no, like she's got it's... her dead father's urn on her head. And then the whole bob hair with the random strangly bits that are like wrapped in tin foil to make ponytails. I just, it no. Just, to me, it just looks like she's growing out that mullet. I, oh, it's no, it's a no. Following that is Lux Noir London. She looks gorgeous. This there was gold a lot of this gold, like. Lame. You know, lame. Yeah, but like this, like big, big trains and big swishy things. I loved mm. it. I was here for it. Um. She looks gorgeous. The gold looks great in her skin. Hair looks right. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. flows really nicely. She looks... So even though I don't know anything about these queens, I'm enjoying Lux's runways. Like yes. Lux's looks on the stage are amazing. Still know nothing about her personally, but her looks on stage are phenomenal. Not like a conventional look, though. Oh, God, no, I hate that fucking hat. It's like Mr. Slave, but super thin. Jesus Christ. Up next is Marsha, 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 giving us her best tin man and a very well-painted nose. I was going to say, did you love how Michelle was like, she listened to us about the makeup, but only on the nose. But did you, you didn't watch Untucked. You said that before, didn't you? Mm. So in Untucked, they have, all the girls are talking and poor, poor Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She's like, when I was walking my runway, Michelle said, and she quotes what Michelle said about hearing the advice for makeup, but she only heard it about her nose. And then she was like, and she goes, it just made me feel really bad because I've put so much work. So Marsha actually handmade this outfit, everything on it. She's like, hand painted the rust because in her eyes, she's like, everyone else is going to go, you know, very sleek, very metallic. And rust is still like metal rusts, metal ages. Yes, yeah, and so it's she, an ode to the Ten Men from the Wizard of Oz. Hundred percent. She did all of this work, and she does look great. Mm. But then she was just saying, she was like, it just feels like with that comment, all of this is worth nothing. Which is true. It would be very mm. disheartening to be like, I put all this work into this outfit and this look and this creative concept, and you're essentially just reducing it down to, oh, you've not listened to us about the makeup and you put a bit of silver on your nose. Next up is Amethyst. Amethyst. Coming out in big hair. Give me Christina Aguilera hair. Did you notice she wasn't wearing panties? I did not. Hold on. So when she does her little spin, the skirt flips up and you just see Barbie crotch. Um, Oh, yeah. Just saw it. Just saw it. And then random boots that don't match the outfit. Um, Irene tweeted after this episode a very shady thing going, get the look. And it was the coat, the headpiece and the shoes on three separate Etsy sites. Um, I, I wish Irene stayed a bit longer. She also did the same for Poppy's look, being like, get the look, and it was a Charismatico, like the exact, Poppy's exact outfit on Charismatico, which is like a showgirl slash tron slash drag queen, like 
website from Thailand, which is super expensive costumes. Um, Get the look. My, if you can afford it. My only thing with that is Irene doing that is done as like her being shady. Excuse me. Um, See, we're back to old Maya. Lots of burps this episode. Um, Every time you burp, I'm going to burp. What if I fart? You'll shit oh, yourself. No, I don't uh, do that. <laughs> You'll turn around and there'll be a shit in your station. Um, is that what that smell is? Um, but I, I don't think Amethyst should be critiqued. So if she actually got these pieces off these Etsy websites, I don't think she should be critiqued for that because drag is expensive and going on drag race is 10 times more expensive. Like, absolutely shop a bargain where you can if it fits what you were going for in your aesthetic. Like, you don't need to spend a shit ton of money or go into debt to get on a fucking TV show. Amethyst in this outfit, all I know is I just want to peel her off a little piece of plastic and put her underneath both my eyes. You know? No? Do you know? I get that I get what you're talking about, but no. I mean her face, she looks gorgeous here though. Like she really does. She oh, looks I've paused so- it and she's giving me a longing like Juliet waiting for Romeo face. Oh wait, where are you? No, are you on- no, 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 no. Stop it. Stop no, it. No. No. Oh stop it. No. Why is this Princess Poppy who is giving us what she calls R2, I wrote this down because I was like, no, you're not. Slotty R2D2. Just because you're wearing blue and silver doesn't make you a droid, bitch. It's compared to the rest of the looks, it is a very basic look. Um, 100%. This is the one that I said that Irene was like. gone already. From Charismatico. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of blue, if I'm honest. Um. I feel like it's missing something, just anything. It's missing, it's missing something extra. I mean, it's just a skirt or pants or some shoulder pads or you know what? A headpiece or do we make silver tights? Yes. Some silver tights wouldn't have gone amiss just to give it just a little something to elongate those lovely legs she's got. Some silver, some something on her, something on her decollete, a necklace, something. Oh, a nice bit of bling. Yeah. Yeah, just it's 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 lacking. Look at those wrists. Has she even got nail polish on? I don't know. So we've got Spice coming out in her best. What she then tweeted or tweeted or Instagrammed um, is her reference to my life as a teenage robot. If you remember Um, that cartoon. Yeah. Um, She said this is supposed to be like that. But I loved this look. Like, this is how you do blue with metallic. Um, it's and the teal me bear- hair is a nice, like, in-between with the blue and the metal look. And, and the robo-dog. Those tights wouldn't have gone amiss on our last queen. No. But the robo-dog as well. She's giving very um, Xenon girl of the 21st century. Disney show reference, if you remember. Um, I'm more of an Alex Mack kind of guy oh i did love alex mac secret world of alex mac mm, um, turning it turning into water um terribly terrible cgi this look i loved this look i loved the concept of it what i love the most as well um which i'll discuss when we get to sugar is i love that the twins even though they are constantly saying 
don't compare, don't put us together like we're separate individuals. All their looks are cohesive. They all. Yeah. And there's some contention around that for me. No, I love it because as they say, they're like, their whole concept is they're two dolls as part of the same collection. Like your whole thing is you've got to collect them all. So okay. they're going to have some cohesion. Get it. They're definitely on brand if that's that's their brand, which it is. They are the dolls that came to life. So I get that. Oh. But at the same time, it's almost a bit frustrating to watch these two who do everything together and then go, we're going to go on drag race and we're competing against each other, yet they're still coming out in the same looks, but essentially just in different color palettes. Yeah, but I, I love that. I do. Well, up next is Aura Mayari. Who I even forgot was here. Yeah. It's who? Um, I, so I love that her, oh. she says that she's giving like Power Rangers. And Which I, I love get. This There's definitely some movie reader, reader repulsa. repulsa going on here. Especially I love that in... we both had the same reference. Where's the, I can't get the face to show on my screen. Okay, it's funny. But... It's, you mean this one? No, mine was different, but oh. she did do that thing. And was it Rue that goes, is she trying to force out a fart? I think so. Um, she's given me more Elizabeth Banks Rita Repulsa than the original Rita Repulsa. Definitely. Um, but still, I got the I got the Power Rangers, you know, Rita Repulsa reference. Uh, but when she walked out, like I said, I completely forgot that she was even there. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, she's here. Oh, that, that's <laughs> right. She's here. I like his ring. Oh, I'm not ready to pop yet. Uh, anyway, so I like a green. I love green. Green is my birthstone. I think emerald. Emerald is my birthstone. So I, I'm mine's an opal. very much here for a green. Um, not that it matters. No, not while I'm talking. How's your pearlescent glass opal? Our next queen down the runway is Judy Jetson. Not really. It's Lucy DeLuca. Oh, I was um, like, who is it? I haven't got there yet. Okay, so I have thoughts. I'm interested because I also had thoughts. Okay, neck down. Love the outfit. Love the fact that she went with a rainbow metallic rather than oh, straight metallic. As Loved my it. gorgeous Marin Morris did say. Love that it shimmered. Love that it changed color. Love the shape of the outfit. Loved all of that. Didn't love the red panties. That's just what I was about to say. Also didn't love this fucking Hillary Clinton hair. Like. So I didn't hate the hair. It doesn't go with the rest of the outfit. Well, I get the hair is very. What's George Jetson's wife's name? Judy Jetson. No. Jane, Jane Jetson. So it gave me very Jane Jetson for the hair. And I get that. But it's like someone took the head but, of Jane Jetson and put it on Judy Jetson's body. Yeah. Like the hair in the head, the face doesn't fit with, like it doesn't, it's not cohesive, the whole look. No. Um, but I and am again, the bright red you, panty. The red panty was just a complete miss. Like she probably forgot she had them on. But I'm interested to know what kind of hair you would have done with this look. This. Okay. Next, we have Jax coming out to her namesake, which is Jax from Mortal Kombat. Now, you I being got, a gamer, did you love I this? I got the reference straight away. As soon as she walked out, I'm like, oh, she's doing Jax from Mortal Kombat. And then when she said <laughs> that's her name. What was the, actually the whole look? 
straight away I picked up that it was Jack's. Um, and I was like, oh, that's where she got her name from. Um, I like that she did go a different route to the other girls, as in, like, mm-hmm. her Metallica is on her arms. Um, she got a little bit on her waist as well. She got the little metal belt, the dog tags. The chain belt, the dog tags. The almost, like, chain mail top. Um, mm. Is it an amazing look? No. Like, it's definitely not a top-tier end of the runway for me. Um, but I do love a referential queen. I do love a gamer. So love that she's portraying a well-known, fucking hell, um, a well-known gaming character. Um, and that she did it well. Yeah. Up next is Robin Fierce. She's giving us some sort Who? of Robin Fierce. Oh, that's right. Uh, we've gone from a referential queen to a forgotten queen. Um, I didn't hate this look. I she think looks she was stunning. She was worthy of a safe position for this. I love the hair. Um, oh my god, her hair was cool. Love, love the hair. Um, the gold looks amazing on her skin. That arm, like the metallic arm that then sort of matches with her boot is nice. And then yep. was the twirling of the javelin necessary? Probably not, but theatrics, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Next up is Mistress Isabel Brooks. Oh, I didn't like it. I hated it. It's uh, it's too big on the shoulders and then with the big hair and then a tiny little skirt and then a big-ass chain that she's carrying around for no fucking reason. The shoe's um, cute. Yeah, but a gold metallic shoe is always cute. Um, I like, mean, I'm I just trying to give her something. It's too much up here. And not enough elsewhere. Like Okay, it's... so I'm gonna sound like an asshole. But I'll soon die and go to heaven and I can get that anally bleached. But I don't love a big shoulder on a big queen. Like I feel it just emphasizes them mm. in the in the wrong ways. And I don't want to be body shaming because that's not what I'm here to do. No. Um but also metallic reflects and can make things look bigger than they are too Um, objects in the mirror yeah like i don't hate the look she by far for me was not the worst of the evening but i would have maybe like to have seen her in something a bit longer in the leg a little bit more flowy even something similar to what rue wore on the runway which was i just no shoulders I just would have preferred either both those ruffles around her waist, like either around her waist or around her like knee mm-hmm. or like both the ruffles taken off the shoulders and one on the waist, one on the knee, um, like dimensions, like something it this just didn't, didn't all sh- need to be here. Yeah. The big shoulders and the short dress just made big her hair. look compacted. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, Big hair, yeah, could have done without the big hair. If she's going to do a hair that big, I think I would have preferred a dark hair or a darker hair. But, like, not the worst of the night. Like, she did okay. She's worthy of her Mm. safe. So up next is Bratz doll number two, Miss Sugar. She looks fucking gorgeous. Love the hair, love the outfit, love the boot covers that are, like, chaps but, like, covered to the floor and, like, it's, I just love the whole thing. Like she's giving me very 
um, channel, Space Channel number five, that old mm-hmm. video game, which I don't think you'll know, but it's a reference that one other person will get. Um, My problem with sugar and spice is that in a runway like this, I'm sitting here going, who do I prefer? And I think that's just because ooh. I'm used to seeing them as a duo. So I'm like, oh, who do I think did it better? And I think sugar. Sugar did it better as a collective, but I think Spice always has the edge because she's a little bit darker, a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, she she can go based on the character that she's created. She I can like be a little edgier, whereas Sugar is always a little bit more, you know, candy coated, very, f- obviously they're both very femme, but Sugar's like mm. very, very femme. I liked um, Sugar's hair more than I liked Spice's hair because Spice's hair looked exactly like the other hair that they've done 45,000 other times, which is just in blue. Yes, I like Whereas Sugar's Spice's, hair was different. Yes, I like Spice's hair colour with her outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest with with Sugar, blonde hair and a pink metallic look, it's very safe. I think she looked amazing and you're oh, wrong. Oh, she looked, no, uh, no, she still looks gorgeous. So here's, the so pink, you're wrong the, and here's why you're wrong. The pink that she has through her, her fringe, her little side swept fringe, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that coming through her ponytail too. When did I ask? So next up, I'm in two minds about this one. So Malaysia Baby Doll Fox, love the dress. Love that she's gone for a metallic white as opposed to like, chrome or silver or gold like every other queen don't love the hair no like the random two cones on the top i don't think it needed a glove um i do also think it's it's a basic dress with some embellishments on it so like the dress itself is very just plain metallic fabric and then she's chucks and like and it's all on the front. There's nothing on the back. Like when Tates. she turns around and Girl's it's just. Girl's got a hot glue gun at home, right? Yeah. Very that. So like. Oh, loved yeah, the con- nothing on the back. Oh, loved the, looks nice. Loved the concept. Loved the fact that she went with a white over everything else. But I do think it was just, it's lacking. Much like whatever queen I said, the other one was lacking. Can't remember because there's 14,000 of them and they're all forgettable. Going to go into our commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, starting so first, with Team Anitra. Correct. So, I mean, you get Sasha Colby playing God. She looks amazing. She's hilarious with the whole neck crack thing to transition oh, between everything. Which was Selena, so funny, by the way. Selena Estides is there being loud. Um, Did I hate Selena Estides in this? I, I think the funniest thing she said. More. I think the funniest thing she said was, I died a local girl. Oh yeah. Uh, we get Lux playing a therapist, consulting. Oh, Marsha, that was Marsha, funny. Marsha. I think you're wearing enough makeup. I love that she kept doing this with the bob. I mean, if you're rocking a short, just short, choppy bob, like you're gonna do it, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, and then you get Anitra just being like, "I love that I'm getting paid to just do what I always wanted to do. Nothing." And then the whole ending where it's just like, uh, where am I? You're in Palm Springs. Heaven is in Palm Springs. Where drag queens go to die. That line was delivered perfectly. The next group is Team Amethyst. Um, And this 
just went over like a wet fart in a swimsuit. Um, just bubbly and warm. Ugh, just yeah, like sh- spice. Spice in this stream, isn't she? Yes. Spice mm-hmm. was probably one of the funniest things of this. Oh, and Lucy. Lucy being like Dolly Parton. Lucy's Dolly was great. Um, and her whole cheek filler and filler. Um, oh my God. How like have, I mean, I know we said like in the first episode, you're like, I thought this queen was putting on a voice, but damn, she sounds like a woman. I get the whole dirty humor with their, with their commercial and the whole dirty jokes. I get it. And I'm a queen that's usually a fan of very dirty humor, but there was just no comedic timing from any of them to make the jokes work. Like they all delivered the lines appallingly. Thankfully though, for every line that was delivered appallingly, they were in a team with Aura Mayari, who was just shit. Oh, yeah, which I made she them was there. all look a little bit better. Well, like, what Not all of them, but considering do? two of this team was in the bottom. Well, look, here's contention. In my opinion, Aura should have been in the bottom. Her runway look was good. But she was forgettable. But you forgot she was even there. Mm. Next team is Team Losers. And we have Spice, who's just running the show at this point. Like Essentially. Sorry, I say Spice, I meant Sugar. Sugar. Um, I mean, they're one and the same, like they won't mind. But um, she's doing, like, she was hilarious. If it wasn't for her, they would not have had a commercial at all. No. Um, See, I was very confused at first, and then I realised, oh, okay, so she's a basic white girl that's died and has gone to drag queen heaven, but it's drag queen hell for the rest of them. Yes, and so she's the, the, you know, the, the straight white girl who wants her best drag queen friend to do her makeup and that sort of yeah. thing. And she's yeah. like, go wasted, which was hilarious when she did that. Um, but not to be outdone by her mistaking the queens for previous queens. Oh, which is something that always happens with the fans. They always just refer to each other, each okay. queen as another queen that they look like. I do love at the end of... Um, the leftovers commercial no one's laughing like none of the judges no one's no one's making a sound no one's making a comment they're all just sort of like so i have a feeling that they deliberately did the whole you were on groups tonight but we're going to judge you as individuals purely because they'd obviously decided who they were going to have in the bottom um because if they judge them as teams Amethyst's team, you said, did slightly better in your eyes than the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it is obvious considering there's only one person from the leftovers left on the stage at the end when the rest all get sent away. All right, here we go. So, <clears throat> main stage after the commercials, some feedback is given, and you know, who knows? Who knows what's given? Who cares? But Anitra. Selena S. Titties, Masha, 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 Spice, Aura Mayari, Robin Fist, Sugar, Malaysia, Baby Doll, Fox, Mistress, Isabel, Brooks. You girls are safe, which leaves. So from Team Anitra, we yes. get Sasha Colby and 
Lux Noir. From Team Amethyst, we have Poppy, Amethyst, and Lucy. Mm-hmm. And from Team Leftovers, we just have Jax. Yes. So, Lucy Leduca, Deluca, Leduca, Lucy Lou, she is safe. Lux is announced safe. Amethyst, Poppy, and Jax are standing on the stage. Jax then gets announced as being safe. Sasha wins. Um, you yes. skipped over that part. Sorry, yeah, I, was, I, was, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was circling back. I was turning the car around. Sure you were. Um, Sasha, you, Sasha so wins. This is the other thing is there was no judges' deliberations. Like we get a little bit of judges' critiques and then normally they've got the judges' deliberation, which is just extending on what they said to the girls. But there was none of that this week. It was just straight. They did the judges' critiques and then boom, straight back onto the stage and announcing who's Here's winning and who's in the lip sync. Do we need a judge's deliberation? Bearing in mind, obviously we're on MTV now, so it's a different network and so they're going to change the formula slightly to suit themselves better. But do we really need a judge's deliberation after we've already seen a critique and when they do the deliberation, it's just really a further confirmation of a critique that we've already seen? I mean, yes and no, because sometimes they can add extra stuff they didn't get to say to the girls. Mm-hmm. Um it also gives the guest judge a chance to speak more freely. Because... I mean, I did feel like Marin was lacking some airtime. Well, Thankfully, I was just they made say, up like, for it in the, with, an, with Untouched. She got some. Good I completely airtime. forgot that she was even there because she has no airtime. Um, I agree with our winner. I agree, Sasha deserved it. Yes, um, the the neck breaking really sealed the deal for me, and evidently Rue. Like I, not only did every time she do the the neck crack was it funny and comedic timing and the edit of course, but it was also every time they did it they played Ruth's laugh over the top of it. Yeah. So they were wanting us to know that this was strong. I agree with the bottom two. I do kind of yeah yeah no I agree with the bottom two, Amethyst and Poppy. I, I mean, disagree. I know. I know you probably would have put Jax in there. No. 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 Okay. No. Um, Jax had the potential to go in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed her runway, though. Um, and also just based on the, the, I know we shouldn't do this, but based on last week's episode as well, I want to see more from her, so I don't want to put her in the, my bottom right now. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted for me my tops would have been Sasha Colby and Lucy DeLuca, Leduca, and my bottoms would have been Poppy, and I really want to say Selena S. Titties, but it would have been Aura Mayari. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't get like although Aura's runway was solid. Was it the best? No. Yeah. Um, was it better than Amethyst's? Not for me personally. Yeah. Um, the colour was great because nobody else did a green, so I like mm-hmm. that, but that's not just because no one else did a green that shouldn't save you. Yeah. Um, and then aside from that, her actual performance in the commercial was shit. 
Like, yeah, okay. she just kept showing, like, at one point she was trying to fucking duck walk, <clears> and <throat> that's not your job, honey. That belongs to Anitra at this point. Yeah. Um, you better walk that fucking duck. Uh-huh. And she just kept showing up, pulling fucking weird faces, being like some fucking I'm on crack space queen that just didn't fit with what was going on around her. And I know that I think it was Michelle that said to Poppy that Poppy got lost in her scenes. Yeah. But to me, even worse than getting lost in your scenes is being over the top in your scenes and just not being cohesive and and fitting in. Like you're just... Like, what the fuck are you doing, you strange psychopath? Go murder that. some people elsewhere. I get I get what you're saying. Uh, but clearly, this is why you're not a judge, because none of that happened. Um, <laughs> so Amethyst is in the bottom two again uh, against Poppy. Now, you would assume, oh, okay, Amethyst bottom two twice. Maybe this, this is going to happen. As, uh, as Mary says in Hocus Pocus, Bye-bye. Oh, I was like, it's like Mary. And then for some reason I didn't have that. I had, what is it you can't face? Um, that's Maria uh, from Sound of Music. And they're lip syncing to Diana Ross, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Ain't No Valley Low Enough. I completely forgot about this version where Diana Ross doesn't actually sing anything. She just goes, oh, oh I love you. Oh. Uh, woo. Well, she does the uh, talking bits at the beginning. Yep, yeah, there's, there's nothing to the song apart from her just doing a little bit of talking and just. Uh, uh, um. So, two thoughts on this. One, any other song, Poppy would have stayed. Yeah, literally any other song. Because yes. she had the comedy down, she had the whole going back and meet and greeting with the girls, and then the comedic stuff down. Any other song literally would have stayed. Because so too because mm. this was a mm. Diana Ross. Before you go there, Celine Dion, my heart will go on. Would she have stayed? Uh, yes. Um, too, because this was Diana Ross, who Rue has quite vocally and openly said is her idol, has even on her podcast opened up and said that she doesn't like comedic performances to Diana Ross because it's Diana Ross. Amethyst even says in her confessional, she's like, normally I would take the comedic route, but this is Diana this Ross. This is Diana Ross, yeah. She also has the hair. She has the cape. She has everything that's very Diana Ross about the costuming down so her bouncing around with the hair bouncing and the cape twirling and all that sort of stuff is very diana ross so it works in her favor i think poppy went the comedic group because that's all she probably knows how to do but didn't take into account that this is rue's idol yes normally rue would laugh and love this sort of performance but to rue's idol no this is a this is a death knell so I feel like because they're shorter episodes, maybe this is going to be the case. Because like I said, we got a heavy poppy edit for the entire episode. So maybe they're just going to showcase the queen that's going each episode as a way of going, well, there's 72,000 queens this, ep- this season. So the way you're going to learn them is just... Spoiler by- alert, this one's out. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Essentially, I feel like that's possibly 
the way they're going to do it. So, spoiler alert, Poppy leaves. Um, after our lip What does scene, she say she leaves? She burps. She stole your line. That's right. She walks to the end, she turns around and burps and then walks off stage. And it wasn't even a good burp. It was not a Maya burp. It was like a barely there. Like, I'm sorry, was that a queef? What did you do? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's how it's done, Queen. Um, I happened to have my mouth open as that came up and I could hear that humming. I sounded like a frog. Oh, let's not do crazy frog again. Um, we then see her. Why did I do crazy frog? Oh, yeah, obviously haven't seen the second outtakes yet. No, I have. I did. Second outtake, the second outtake starts with me. And it's all me going, it's you and I, and then you disappear. And I go, oh, she'll be back in a minute, I guess. And then I'm like fanning myself and doing like funny faces between the fans. Yeah, I remember all that. And then it comes back to you. And then like toward, I think it's like in the second half or towards the end. 